Hello and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is how is cryptocurrency taxed? Now, there seems to be a lot of confusion and misguided information out there around the taxation of cryptocurrency. You know, we see things in Facebook groups or blogs or, you know, Reddit and just different types of forums where like that is 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 some conflicted information, some incorrect information. So what we wanted to do was take the time to discuss it and kind of get everything out in one place. Now, one other thing we want to talk about is we all know how slow the government works. So although crypto has been around for a while, the government is constantly re- visiting and looking at the way that it's handled or taxed. And so I really imagine that there will be changes or further clarifications around crypto as the IRS just continues to get their heads around this idea of crypto. Now, to get started, the most important thing to know is that the IRS treats crypto as property for tax purposes. So the IRS looks at crypto as, as an asset or a form of an asset when it comes to tax purposes. So let's talk about, let's dive into it. How is crypto taxed? There's two main ways crypto can be taxed. That's at your ordinary income tax rate or a capital gain tax rate. Now, if you don't know what ordinary income tax is or capital gain tax is, check out our blog and podcast episode we did a few weeks back that's called What is Ordinary Income Tax Versus Capital Gain Tax? Within the show notes of this episode, we're going to have a blog for for this topic, but in there, there's a link to that uh, Ordinary Income Tax Versus Capital Gain Tax blog and podcast that we did. So definitely check that out. Um, On that Uh, blog and podcast, we discuss this idea of basis and how to determine a gain or a loss on the sale of an asset. And we also discuss kind of short-term capital gains, how those are taxed and long-term capital gains, how those are taxed. So definitely going to be very helpful in understanding, okay, what is ordinary income tax and what is capital gain tax and what are those potential rates? But that's not really what we want to focus on today. So we want to talk about what crypto or learn about what crypto is taxed at capital gain versus ordinary income tax. And so to further break this down, we're going to look at a couple different types of crypto activity and talk about how they are taxed. So let's talk about the first one, ordinary income tax. That's just your normal ordinary income tax rates. So you're going to pay normal ordinary income tax when you get paid by using crypto. So this would be you provide a service or you are selling a good and they pay you Using crypto, that's going to be ordinary income tax. That's going to just be income. Uh, If you're mining or staking crypto, that's going to be subject to ordinary income tax. If you're receiving airdropped crypto, again, that's going to be subject to ordinary income tax. Now, let's look at capital gain tax. When are are crypto, what crypto activities are taxed at a capital gain tax rate? This would be if you're selling crypto for cash or, or US dollar. So you're taking crypto and selling it, cashing it in. This would be if you're trading one type of crypto for another. So you trade Bitcoin for Ethereum. That would be subject to a capital gain tax. Or you're using crypto to purchase something, a good or a service. So you have a crypto credit card and you're using it to purchase a hot dog. Yeah, that, There's going to be a, essentially a sale of crypto at that point. So let's go through a couple examples to kind of help this make sense. Example number one, you provide consulting services and receive $5,000 worth of crypto for those services that you performed. This would be regular, ordinary income to you that would need to be reported, and your basis in that crypto would be $5,000. That's the U.S. dollar value of that crypto when you received it. So again, you're just providing consulting services, that's ordinary income to you, and your basis in that asset or that crypto is $5,000. Now let's jump to example two. You hold on to that crypto that you received in example number one, but then two months later, 
you trade it for another type of crypto. Let's say it was a Bitcoin and now you're trading it for Ethereum. At that time of that trade, the value of your original $5,000 grew to $7,500. So when you traded from one crypto to another, you would have a taxable event. And this would be a short-term capital gain because it was held for less than a year. And that short-term capital gain would be $2,500. Basically, the $7,500 that you, the value of it when you traded it for another crypto, less your original basis from example number one of $5,000 means you'd have a short-term capital gain of $2,500. Now, let's look at example three. You hold on to that new crypto that you that you got from example number two for a couple of years. And now it grew to $20,000. And that's when you said, okay, it's time to decide. I'm, I'm going to cash it out for US dollar. So when cashing out that crypto you would into US dollar, you would have a taxable event, which would be a long-term capital gain in this scenario because you held it for more than one year. And your gain, your long-term capital gain would be $12,500. Basically, the $20,000 that, that it was worth, the value of it at cash out, less that $7,500 basis that you had. So again, let's kind of go through the examples. Number one, you provide consulting services, receive $5,000 worth in crypto. That's going to be ordinary income to you. And your basis in that crypto is $5,000. Now let's say you take that crypto that you received for the services you performed and you trade it for a, you, you exchange it for another type of crypto. So you take one crypto and purchase, you take that crypto and purchase another one. That is going to be a taxable event. Because you're moving from one crypto to another. Think of it almost as if you're trade you're you're taking that original cryptocurrency, taking it to US dollar, and then taking that US dollar and purchasing a new crypto. There's a taxable event there. Short-term capital gain if it's held for less than a year, long-term capital gain if it's held for more than a year. And then when you obviously take any crypto and move it to US dollar or cash, that's also a taxable event. So this, of course, is a pretty simplified example. Oftentimes we see people exchange a portion of the original amount or they purchase more crypto on top of the original purchase, which makes that basis calculation a little bit more complicated. So there's software out there. Check out our, our blog post for links to that. But there's software out there that can help you determine the best options for this. But typically you have two methods to determine your basis in that crypto, which is going to in turn tell you what your capital gain or capital loss is. And, and those two methods are, are the FIFO, which is first in, first out, or specific identification. So I don't want to dive too deep into that. I just want to talk about the taxability of crypto. Again, the type of activity that's subject to ordinary income tax would be if you're getting paid using crypto, you're getting paid by crypto, you're mining or staking crypto, or you're receiving airdropped crypto. Items that would be subject to capital gain tax would be if you're selling crypto or exchanging crypto for cash or U.S. dollar, you're trading one type of crypto for another, Bitcoin to Ethereum, Ethereum to Bitcoin, or you're using crypto to purchase something, a good or a service. That's when you're going to have a taxable event subject to capital gain tax. So let's talk about what crypto activity is not taxable. Luckily, there are some activities which would not create a taxable event. And the first one we're talking about is purchasing crypto. Simply taking U.S. dollar and buying crypto would not be a taxable event. Transferring your crypto from one exchange or wallet to another. Now, now it's key here. We're just transferring the same type of like-kind crypto from one exchange that we have or wallet just to another. 
Think of it as just transferring money from one bank account to the other. This is not trading one crypto for another type of crypto, but just transferring it to another exchange. That's not a taxable event. Holding on to crypto. You will not face a taxable event until you sell, trade, or use the crypto. Simply holding on to crypto that has appreciated in value, let's say you purchased Bitcoin for $10,000 and now it's worth $40,000, that would not create a taxable event. You have what they call an unrealized gain in there, but you're not going to have a taxable event until you sell, trade, or use that crypto. That's when the taxable event will happen. Now, people oftentimes say, you know, what happens if I have a crypto loss? If you purchase crypto that went down in value, and you then sell, trade, or use that crypto, you will have a capital loss. And any capital losses you have can be used to offset your capital gains. A big question that we see pop up, especially during tax time, is do I need to report crypto to the IRS? If you have a taxable event, you must report it to the IRS. Your crypto exchange may send you a 1099 miscellaneous or a 1099B that reports your income uh, or gains or losses. And this means if you receive one of those, that the IRS is also getting a copy of that. So many people think that they can fly under the radar and avoid having to report crypto activity to the IRS, but that is simply not true. Not only is it illegal to, to withhold that information, but the IRS will continually get better at finding these types of things and will likely not hold back when, when punishing abusers of this. So even if your exchange did not send you a 1099 miscellaneous or a 1099B, it is still important that you report any crypto income or gains and losses on your tax return. Again, there's software out there that can help make this easier for you where you can kind of connect your exchanges. It's going to download all the data and kind of let you know what your gain or losses on them would be, which is going to make reporting much easier. But do not, I, I, I say this strongly, do not think that because you're working in crypto, the IRS will never find out. I can tell you that if you are, that, that this will come back to bite you if you have that strategy. So around all that, what are some tax strategies around crypto? And as with everything we do here at the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, there are some tax strategies that we want to think about when it comes to crypto activity as well. The number one and the first one I want to talk about and one that we use a lot when it comes to crypto is using a charitable remainder trust or a CRT to eliminate large capital gains. Now, we're going to be doing an entire blog post and podcast episode episode on CRTs next week. So check that out. But basically, using utilizing a charitable remainder trust is a great way that if you have a large, a highly appreciated asset, a large, highly appreciated asset, using a CRT is a great way to eliminate those large capital gains. The next one is utilizing an S-Corp for crypto business income. If you're receiving crypto for goods or services that you're doing or staking and mining and other things, we definitely recommend utilizing an S-Corp if it makes sense for you. If you're expecting profit of roughly $50,000 or more from a crypto business income, this would be your ordinary income then you'll want to check out an S-Corporation. And we did a whole series on S-Corporations. It's everything you need to know about S-Corporations. You can find it in the show notes. You can also go to our website and go to our learning center and link to it there. Another great option for crypto is investing in crypto through a self-directed Roth IRA or Roth 401k. Of course, this is a great option because you pay no taxes on the potential massive gains from your crypto trades. 
Now, it does have a downfall where you don't have necessarily access to that money immediately without some penalties and interest, but it's a great strategy to be investing in crypto. And finally, join our tax minimization program. Within there, we have a library of tax strategies, implementation guides, videos, downloads. You have unlimited access to our team for uh, kind of asking those general tax and accounting questions. Uh, We do monthly group, group trainings and so much more. So I definitely recommend that if you're facing some large tax bills, whether it's from crypto or any other type of business income, definitely check out our tax minimization program. You can learn more there at www.taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. So again, some strategies around crypto. If you're looking at a huge capital gain because you have a, a crypto that had a big, a large gain in it, bought it for bought it, bought it for a little, selling it for a lot. We want to look at a CRT, a charitable remainder trust. We're going to be talking about that next week on both our blog and podcast. Definitely check that out. Uh, if you have business income, you're receiving crypto for goods or services, you're doing staking and mining, and you expect that business income to generate profit of roughly $50,000 or more, Definitely look into an S corporation. We have a full series on that. And then again, uh, investing in crypto through your self-directed Roth IRA or self-directed Roth 401k is a great way to just kind of push all of those gains out of the way. Just as a quick recap, crypto can be taxed via ordinary income tax or capital gains. Ordinary income tax is going to be when you're getting paid using crypto, getting paid for goods or services, mining or staking crypto, and receiving airdropped crypto. You're going to be facing capital gain tax when you sell crypto for cash or US dollar, when you're trading from one type of crypto to another, or you're using crypto to purchase something, goods or services. Uh, If you purchase crypto, just going from US dollar to crypto, not a taxable event. Transferring crypto from one exchange or wallet to another, not a taxable event. Holding on to crypto, uh, you're just buying it and just holding on to it, not a taxable event until you actually have that sale. If you have a crypto loss, you can now be a capital loss, which you can carry forward or offset your other capital gains with. It's important that we are reporting crypto to the IRS. They're going to continually get better at tracking these types of things. And the last things you want to do is have an X on your back with, with, with the IRS coming after you for not reporting crypto. There's a little box on your tax return. Make sure you're answering that truthfully. So that's, again, what we're talking about with crypto. Hopefully, it was helpful. Again, we just wanted to kind of get some basics out there, understand how is cryptocurrency tax? because we see so much misinformation out there. Uh, Definitely check out our blog post. We have links to some of the things that we've talked about today. And also check out our tax minimization program. If you're really serious about saving taxes, that's the place to be. Not only do we have a library of tax strategies, but you have unlimited email access to our team for those. It's kind of like having an accountant in your back pocket. And do not forget to check out next week's episode where we're going to talk about charitable major trusts and how to utilize one of those to eliminate a large or potentially large capital gain. Thank you for listening to another episode and I will see you all next week.